two, three. Good day, everyone, in podcast land. Today is today, and the time is exactly now. I know you guys could be doing so many other things, but at this time, we thank you so much for joining in to What's Up With Ward, featuring Trey and Trouble J. Of course, my name is Ward. Uh, family, how you guys doing today? Ooh, well, you know, it's, it's about hotter than uh, gravy on the side of a sidewalk, but I'm all right. That's cool. What, what about you, Trouble J? If I was doing any better, I would have to slap somebody. Wow. Okay. Good thing they have mirrors there. All right. Hey, uh, <laughs> friends, we got a great show for you guys today. We have a well-known actor, writer, director, comedian, filmmaker, and influencer extraordinaire. By the way, of Maryland to Los Angeles, California, I'm talking about none other than Mr. Steve Royal. That's Royal with two L's, so you know this man is the truth. Steve, how are you doing, brother? I'm pretty good. I gotta say, I love that intro, brother. <laughs> hey, well, you, you inspired to bring out the greatness of me with all your work, man. Tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing, who you are, what's up with you, and then we'll get into our many questions. Stand up too, so I mean. Oh yeah, well, I'll oh, go ahead. No, I'll, I'll go ahead. I'm listening. Well, yeah, I did stand up for about six years. Wow. Uh, I used to go on the road. Oh yeah, I uh, did it for a while, and then what happened was I saw this uh, news article where they were talking about web series were like the new Hollywood calling card. Yeah. And at the time, I saw um, Issa Rae had her show, Awkward Black Girl, mm-hmm. and so I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a quick break from doing stand-up to do a uh, web series, and what ended up happening is it was supposed to only be uh, 10 episodes of this web series called This Indie Thing, and it ended up being uh, 53 episodes. Wow. Oh, wow. That's like two years, isn't it? web series yeah. go how does that work you you finance that out your own pocket i did and you know uh, i have, i gotta say to this day i still don't understand how i was able to even put the web series together at all <laughs> um because what happened was uh you know so usually when when you shoot a web series you bring in actors and you bring in a, a crew, you know, a camera guy, a sound person, whatever. Well, uh, because I was financing it myself, I was not able to afford a crew at all. Mm. So I had to be the uh, the crew and the actor in the project. Mm. Yeah, so I put the camera on the tripod. I put the, uh, the mic on like a little like um, on top of the camera uh, and then I bought a mic stand and 
Did you have like you go to YouTube to learn how to do all this, or is this just like on the fly? Or? Uh, so what I did was I took um, cinematography classes okay. at uh, uh, LA Community College, and then also uh, there's books. Um, there's, uh, at Barnes and Noble, I would I would get some books on you know camera angles and camera techniques, and so yeah, I pretty much learned by doing. Okay. But, it was, but I, I have to, I have to like um, thank the actors for even giving me the chance to do it because you know, and, and for trusting me that I would be able to deliver like a, a, a good product. Because I mean, just imagine if you go to someone's apartment and they're like, you know, they just have a camera on a tripod. And they're like, all right, we're going to shoot a website. <laughs> and you're like, well, where's the crew? Right. There's no crew. Right here. <laughs> you're, the, you're the crew, you're the grappler, you're the best boy, you, you're running the cables, you're yeah. doing <laughs> sitting the microphones, you're the caterer, you're the safety guy. Man. Did you, you did your own stunts? Man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty so, much. You couldn't find anybody to volunteer to be a PA? Steve, let me ask you a quick question. This is Trey. You know, I started hearing you talk about, you know, the, the, the web series you had going on there from, you know, 53 episodes, and, you know, you're doing every, all this yourself, and how it kind of took off. It really reminded me, there was this little film back in 1999. Uh, they did the, the filming on their own. Maybe you heard of it. It's, it's called the, the Blur Witch Project. Now, <laughs> personally, that's not my genre that I'm into, because, you know, I, I, I frighten very easily. Me too. Um, but they took their, their own budget of 60K, 60 stacks, and flipped that into $250 million. What? So They made $250 million? $250 million gross. Man, I'm about to get, yeah. about to get so, me a tripod, too. You know, I'm not that photogenic, <laughs> but if you need me to, like, move a, you know, a camera around for you, you know, make some sandwiches. <laughs> um, I have a face for radio, so, you, you know, he whatever you need, man. <laughs> let, let, let me ask you this, Steve. Here's my question. Now, I found you on Instagram, and I did a little research on it. I know that you were saying that TikTok wasn't necessarily something you were going to do. Is is Instagram uh, more your fit, or are you trying different avenues? Uh, well, I'm, 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 I'm,
Instagram myself. I, I don't like uh, TikTok. I mean, I see it. I mean, I see all the young you kids. Some money, some I know, money. right? But I, I, I like what you do on Instagram because, I mean, your stories are funny, man. I mean, you, you do so many I really like. Like, one that, that one you did with the race war. How, did, did you steal that from uh, the <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Is that kind of what that I was? Did. I, it was a Mr. Yeah, it was a Mr. and Mrs. Smith Yeah. Okay. That was funny, man. I said, "How? What, what do you come up with your ideas? And is, is, is a lot of stuff you're, you're repurposing, or some stuff is just real life? But you seem like the like the guy next door, like a guy that like I kick it with, you know?" Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So basically, um, I do a lot of writing. So I, I have a lot of friends who um, are, I guess, want to be content. Okay. So when I, let me, I would go back a little bit. When I did, uh, when I first started Wait With Comedy, it was actually supposed to be a group channel. Mm. And we had, um, it was actually, originally it was like five of us. But what happened was people slowly started like dropping out because they didn't have like the, I guess the commitment to constantly come up with like sketches each week. Mm-hmm. So they would always be like, oh, I can't, I, I'm, I'm hanging out, I'm going to a club, I'm going to the beach, I'm going to this party, stuff like that. But for me, uh, because I'm very serious, so like, I guess I, I guess sacrifice the, you know, the personal life for now, and I'm constantly writing. Like, mm-hmm. if, if I'm not editing, I'm writing, if I'm not writing, I'm editing, so... Mm-hmm. Well, I, too, have a similar work ethic, but mine is motivated by not having any friends because people don't like me. Mm. But I understand exactly what you're talking about. That's true. Nobody likes her. Okay, so, Steve, do you do you keep, like, your inspiration notepad by your bed? Like, if something strikes you at 2 o'clock in the morning, you say, like, i got to write this down now before I forget. Is that Do you kind of sit back and let things evolve on their own? Or if inspiration hits, do you kind of just take it and run with it? Ah, okay. Uh-huh. And if, a, if an idea pops up, I just uh, write it down into the, uh, the notepad of my phone. Right, right. And then I'll work on that sketch idea and try to, like, grow it for the next sketch shoot. Gotcha. See, I just felt like I just aged myself. Do you have a notebook that you keep by your nightstand? Because uh, <laughs> what happened was my fountain pen broke one day. Some people do like to write. I like to write, you know, I really do like to write myself. So I, I, I do appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I, I used to like to write. I used to like to write. I actually have, uh, 
have an envelope, a manila envelope, full of sketch ideas um, that I, that stuck. And I just haven't looked at those because I've been constantly coming up with new stuff. Mm. Okay. Hey, Steve. Godfrey. Yes. Mm-hmm. Triple, Triple J here. I, I just, what, first right, of all, I just want to tell you how we're related. My brother's name is Steve, and my dog's name is Royal. So, you do, as of today, I am your biggest fan. No joke. Wow. I, okay. I am Wow. Well, but, technically, she's really tall. That's why she's your biggest fan. But that's a whole other issue. Right. So, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I am. I'm five eight. It's true. It's I did not. <laughs> something real quick so but you originally are you originally from maryland is that correct did i hear that correctly now here's i got i'm gonna put maryland folks on blast for just one quick second here do my research now i've been to maryland i've been to a couple of restaurants and they they, they know for their crab cakes i'm not gonna lie they're pretty good but would you not believe the best crab cakes ever had was in nashville tennessee can you believe that okay What's oh up? my God, that, that is black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I'm sorry. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I said, well, okay, there's this restaurant that would be named, be nameless because I don't want to put them out there like that. Put them out there. Okay, Timbuktu. Uh, that's the name of the restaurant, Timbuktu. If you're still open, you know, I'll, 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 you need to work on your batter because it's, it's, it ain't on point. Um, oh, but, wow. <laughs> but wait a minute. Uh, well, well, I'm just saying. White people I'm, think we're angry. I'm, I'm not. Angry? I'm just we're just we're among friends here, so I figured by way of Maryland, you you would know where where the best crab cakes are. You know, just keep heading, you know, you know west to hit Nashville, and uh, you should be, get some pretty good crab cakes. That's well, what I'm well, saying. First of all, I don't even know what a crab cake is. It, it sounds. Oh, oh, that might have been. Oh, 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 um, what, what's a crab cake? Is that just like a like a, a biscuit with crabs in it or something? No, brother, no. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to Google that. It's like they take a, a lump of like a lump of crab meat and then you put it in the frying pan and then you just 
season in and like cool kids, like salmon cool kids. But it's got meat. It's got like bread on it. Breading. It's, it can be breaded. Yeah. Like a cake. It's a cake though. No, it's not a cake. Why would we call it? Crap? Uh, I wouldn't call it a cake. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> never mind. I'll Google it. I, let, let, let me, let we me just lost on. the Maryland market I'm on behalf of everyone in. Let, let me move on to another question because I don't know what a crab cake is. Here's another question I got for you. Now, um, I see you, you're working with your guy David Space there, and you, word on the curb is you guys are going to try to come up with a buddy buddy film here. Uh, is that going to be this year? Or is that something that works? Where are we at on that? And how'd you meet David, too? Wow, you, Don't turn around. We're right behind you. <laughs> We're, um, so I have a, um, I shot a, a project uh, a little, a few years ago that I have to finish first. And then once I finish editing that, uh, then uh, we're going to sit down and start working on a, uh, a comedy uh, feature. Okay. Yeah. And so the me... way I met... Uh, Contacted me. Uh, he sent me a DM and he sent uh, one of the other members of the Wait Comedy Group uh, the same message like, hey, you know, I like your old work. I'm interested in uh, working with you guys. Okay. And so uh, the other guy, he kind of, I guess he uh, ignored David's uh, message. Hmm. But I. You know, because at that time, we only had, like, 3,000 followers. Okay. And what happened was um, the other guy was like, oh, I, I'm, I'm really not interested in working with David. I don't think he's good enough to, to work with this, right? Mm. Oh, and did he not see Tommy Boy? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he, yeah, I don't know what, he, what, he, what his deal was. But I'm the type of person, I could have, I could have one follower. I have a hundred million followers. I don't like judge anybody. I don't think I'm like better than anybody. So I was like, I, I checked on his work. I thought it was good. So uh, <laughs> what happened was I kind of um, pulled a little, a little, um, I guess like trick or whatever. Uh, I had invited uh, David to come shoot with us one day. Okay. But I didn't tell. I didn't tell the other guy. Hmm. Okay. And David was coming. I see. Right. So David, so David shows up, and the other guy is like, you know, looking at me like, why is he here? Like, what is he doing here? Why is he invited? I was like, I thought it was funny. And so what happened was, um, David, you following me to work? So he's like, uh, so David was like, hey, I brought my camera. Um, you know, I can bring my camera out too. And I was like, yeah, he what?
what ended up happening is um, that other guy, uh, we had like a little bit of a falling out because there was like some uh, disagreements on how to run the Weight Watch Comedy Channel. So he left. And yeah, and I've been working with uh, David ever since. Oh man, I, I hate that when people yeah, give up on a project. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the channel grew right after he left. Yeah. See, there? See, that's what I was thinking. I hate it when people leave like that. You know, it's kind of like uh, when Destiny Child went through their thing. You know, I was I was thinking more like that one guy that we don't know about anymore from uh, uh, the talent sing show that we don't know about no more. Oh really? Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, him. No, you know. Let, uh, let, let me go to my, my next question I got here. Um, you said you uh, did stand-up. Um, what, what was that like? What was your first time like up there, getting up on, on doing a front of a crowd? The first time? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because that first time seems to be, for a lot of people, like the, the make or break you right there. She's here all week. Talking to each other, and like 10 years that went by, and then Mark Curry confronted him and he kind of admitted it. Because 
I, you know, I have mixed emotion on it because I read this book called Still Like an Artist. And they encourage people he to... He stole the book, but that's another <laughs> issue. So I did steal it. But, but the book encourages people to do that. He, he, he calls it extended borrowing. <laughs> What'd you say, Steve? Uh, who, who was the thief? Was it Steve Harvey or Mark Curry? Uh, uh, Mark, uh, Mark said that Steve stole it from him. Wow. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, I don't think people would really get that upset that long if it really didn't happen. But then again, it's hard because, you know, Steve Harvey's kind of rich. So not that he can't do it, but right. people are going to tend to gravitate more towards Steve, I think, in this situation. But Mark is adamant that he stole his skit. I'm like, but mm, who's been in the game longer? I don't know. It seemed like they've both been in for a minute. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 but how do you feel when that happens to you, Steve? Yeah. So, it, okay. So originally, uh, when I first found out people were uh, feeling like my sketch ideas, for example, uh, I wanted to start calling people out. Like, I wanted to put people on blast. But yeah. fortunately, uh, because I'm friends with David, David was the one who suggested. Um, I don't think you should do that because, um, you know, like these people have much larger audiences mm-hmm. Yeah, and exactly what you just said, the people are going to side with the people with the larger audience. Uh-huh. So I would look like the one that's like, you know, uh, you have to prove what you did at first. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would be the one that looks bad. And in the long run, it would just only hurt me. So because I'm, in, I'm not in the position to call people out, I have to just basically just, you know, keep trying to grow my channel to get to a point where I don't have to call myself, call anybody out, because the audience will call them out for me. Right. Now, hypothetically, yeah, I can say. Hi- hypothetically, what are some of those names out there that may have extendedly borrowed <laughs> some of your material? Wow. Hypothetically. <laughs> really? Really? Hypothetically. <laughs> yeah. I said hypothetically. You know. No, I, I like Steve's. I like Steve's approach to it because you're doing it the right way. Because you know, what I'm saying. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I might be tempted to just say, "Hey, I really appreciate you you doing that. I did it before too, and that's great. That's a great. You know, you never know. They because I think in Hollywood you had to be careful too, don't you? Because you never know who's the next big thing. You know, mm-hmm. and you don't want to step on toes. Um, right. uh, I think yeah. we're talking to the current big thing, even if even if it's not so, um, you know, if, if it's not as uh, pronounced as it should be yet. I, I think you know we're we're talking to somebody we may not be able to get a number for in the near future. What? You guys are always able to get. We we seen that Martin episode. I know you, you do a lot of comedy, but I saw one uh, one post you you talked about the the writing. I thought that was uh, I could see it in your face. You were you were you, you were really pensive about it, and you you had mentioned that maybe people were looting for other reasons other than I mean they really didn't care about Floyd so much. Maybe they just were in it for whatever. And just just what are, what are your okay, yeah. yeah what, what are your thoughts on that whole situation? I mean I. I I don't know about how how the police really are there, other than what you guys are, what I'm hearing in the news. I mean, I don't know if it's really that bad there. I mean, what, what's your take on this situation? Well, it's definitely calmed down uh, uh, significantly from how it was, you know, early on. Um, but yeah, 
like I said, I just felt like people, you know, because they're saying, oh, we're going to, um, we're going to, like, riot and loot uh, because mm-hmm. we want to, like, uh, affect these businesses. And we figure if we riot and loot, they, they, uh, they have to pay attention to our cause and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, wait, if, if you're trying to, quote, unquote, hurt the business, you can do that without, you know, burning down the building. Mm-hmm. And you can, mm-hmm. because the thing is, you want to go after people's wallets. Right. And, and yeah, the burning the building is going down the wallet. But it, it really, because you're really just, the insurance company is going to cover it. So you're right. not really, you know, doing it. But if you, if you do, you know, stop shopping at a store and stop uh, giving that business, yeah, you, you will get the same result. And the great thing is that building will still be there. Your neighborhood will still look beautiful. So, yeah, I, I, I just didn't understand that part. Okay. Well, what do you think about Terry Crews and how he's being criticized, you know, as a black man that's always been viewed as so strong because of his size and his, his history in sports? Do you have an opinion about how people are treating him because of the things that he about the issue? He's bringing that on himself. Well, yeah. Do you I know? Think, do you know about that, what he said? Sure. I, I saw like the few comments. I, 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 I kind of, I get what he's trying to say, but <laughs> I guess it's not coming out mm-hmm. right. Right. You know, like what he's saying about the what is it? Uh, he said black. Uh, black supremacist. Black. black, 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 black See, we don't even know what he said, but we know he's wrong, whatever he did. I shouldn't say he's wrong. Right, but that's what he was getting dragged for. He, he was saying, you know, all lives matter. Is that he said that? Yeah. All lives. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I, I think he's, he's uh, not saying it right. But, yeah, I was trying to figure it out myself. I was like, well, wait, does he think, like, you know, um, black people are going to suddenly become... Black supremacists like we're going to be like you know uh, lynching white people or like I, I I didn't understand exactly what he was trying to say or is he saying like we're going to be like we're thinking we're better than anyone like I, I yeah I I, I wasn't fully understanding what he was trying to say right yeah that's right, right. He, he said if you if you let me uh, he said um, are all white are all black people good. No. He said, I stand on my decision to unite with good people, no matter the race, creed, or ideology. I don't understand why he's saying anything anyway. I don't, I don't see how he's helping with any of this. That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a human rights advocate, not a human wrongs advocate. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Hey, let, let me ask you this. Uh, um, I heard that Kanye is saying he wants to run for president now. What, what's your thoughts on that? I saw that. Uh, I think yeah, I think that that's ridiculous, especially uh, coming in. Okay, so here's my theory on that with with him coming in or trying to come in so late in the game is 
like, oh, I don't like Trump. I don't like Biden. Right. So there's people who are like, I'm not going to really vote for either, which is ridiculous because if you don't vote, then, there's, then Trump is going to win because he's got like a rabid fan base. <laughs> so they'll, they'll vote. And so I feel like it, with Kanye coming in, People are going to be like, oh, Kanye's coming in. Oh, this this will be fun to vote for Kanye. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so you're going to have, like, some young people splitting the vote. That, yeah. Which is also going to help Trump. That's exactly what it is. Would vote, yeah, the people who would vote for Kanye are the people who should be voting for Biden. And so, yeah, this just, it's, uh, it's basically helping Trump. Exactly. And, you know, he's so. friend with Trump. So I kind of think, yeah. I mean, that's an old tactic back in the days. You you, you split people up and you because you're not you're staying divided, you fall. So mm. I think Trump might be a little worried about that. So hey, why not have this guy come out here and throw a monkey wrench in the program? I mean, it's pretty brilliant. I mean, people think Trump's an idiot. I can't say he is or not, but I think that's a his team is working out some good stuff for him at least. So in essence, what basically what's happened to do that that it's, it's gerrymandering the vote where you're you're basically splitting up a certain demographic or a certain group of individuals whereby they lose power through that separation of division of power. So that makes that makes sense. My only concern is no, I'm not sure how everyone will feel with all those Kardashians in the White House, but that's a whole other <laughs> issue. So you know I don't think it could get any worse. Uh, right. I don't think it could get any worse. That's a whole other issue, you know. Yeah. So, so see, do you do you have to filter your content uh, based off of future earnings? Is it something? Is it something you won't do? Something you won't go? It's comedy you won't touch. Uh, so, <laughs> with I, I do have one rule with my comedy. You will never hear the N word in my sketches. Mm-hmm. Okay, why is that? Yeah, well, actually, uh, uh, well. Uh, and, and when I have the actors come in, I tell them that they have free reign. They can say anything they want except that. And so, of course, I've had a couple actors who are so used to saying it, you know, they'll they'll say it, and then I'm like, cut, cut, we got to do it again. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I that that's the that's the only rule. And I I do that for two reasons. One, okay, so when I was a, when I was a kid, I used to say it all the time, mm. right? And yeah, I did. I, which is bad. And what happened, because all my friends would say it, and I would just say it along with them. But one day, um, I was watching uh, Richard Pryor interview, and Richard said that he wasn't going to say the word anymore. And I was like a big fan of Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor. This was even before I was even interested in acting or comedy at all. I, you know, uh, I thought I was going into a career in law enforcement, actually. Uh, but that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Richard, he said that, and then I was like, you know what, from this point on, I'm, I'm not going to say it anymore, because there's really no no point in, there's no reason to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first thing. And then the second thing, it was, um, well, what solidified it even more. I mean, it was only solidified, but what, what really solidified it was when uh, Dave Chappelle had the Chappelle show, mm-hmm. and, you know, he said he did that one sketch, and it was like that one white executive that was laughing a little too hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was just like, you know, yeah, that, and plus you have like a lot of, um, you know, um, rappers who are, they'll say it, and then what happens is the audience who is not black feels, oh, well, such and such rapper said it in their song. It so must be okay. I'm just repeating a legend. Right. Theory. Yeah. So, <clears throat> mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to like look at my sketches and be like, hey, remember, da 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 
But I want to hear what he says. Yeah, I, I, I want to hear you say. We want right, so yeah. I, well, okay. So if, it, if I if I have three ranks, it would be uh, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, mm-hmm. Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, love Seinfeld. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres, Wanda Sykes. Wow. Um, Jim Carrey. So yeah, I like I like them. I like all of them too. What do we think about Roy Woods Jr.? Did he take your material? It was that's it was him. It was him, wasn't it? it. Yeah. That was him. It was wow. him, wasn't it? We cracked the mystery. We Got solved him. it. Got him. <laughs> wow. I'm not listening to Roy Woods again. I told you he wasn't right. <laughs> Man, you you doing something right? So I mean, I, I talked to him. Uh, he came uh, to Indianapolis, and did a uh, show or two, and I talked to him a couple times. So he said he's gonna come on the show, but you know everybody say that. But uh, he, I like his style. He, he, you you kind of remind me him. Your flow is kind of like he's not you're stealing his stuff, but I, I see you guys have uh, you that that it's almost like you guys are talking about a serious matter, but you make it funny. I mean, I guess it's an art to that. So I, I really appreciate that you guys can do that. Um, Next question I got here. Tell me about why you hate L.A. Why do I hate L.A.? Yeah, that was your, what you were a writer on that movie? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> Tell me about I, I don't hate L.A. Uh, so the, what happened with that, um, I, I don't know if you guys ever saw, there's a movie called um, Paris, I Love You. I didn't see that one. Did you? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, you got to check it out. So okay. basically, well, there's a Paris I Love You and there's a New York I Love You. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, what it is is Paris I Love You is 22 directors each doing a five-minute film about some aspect of Paris. Okay. Yeah, oh, it's real good. So there's like, uh, you know, Wes Craven. Um, this is... Uh, Gosh, I can't even say. It's, it's like a whole bunch of different directors. He's doing a little short film. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I saw that they had Paris, I Love You, and New York, I Love You, but there was no L.A., I Love You. And I thought, oh, okay, so a lot of people are always saying, oh, I hate L.A. You, you always say, oh, I hate L.A. But people, a lot of people never leave L.A. Right. So mm-hmm. I thought, you know what, why don't, why don't I do a, like, you know, breaking a, a few uh, all-black directors, male and female, mm-hmm. and we each do, like, a little film about a piece of L.A. Hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, I can't believe no one's ever done this before. <laughs> and, and so what happened was, originally, 
I had, um, I think it was maybe 12 directors, and we each would do like an eight to 10 minute movie. And like, basically the movie fell apart. Mm-hmm. Some people were like, you know, well, who are, the, who are the other directors? I'm telling these people always such and such and such. Oh, no, I don't want to work with that person because I don't think that they're good. And it's like, wow. It's <laughs> like, none of us are famous here. And it's just, yeah, that, that always cracks me up. It's like, there's so many people who are like quick to judge people, you know, hmm. like, oh, I, I don't want to be a part of that project because that person is part of it because, mm-hmm. you know, they're not great. If they're not as good as me, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, wow, y'all, y'all really have some egos out here. So hmm. it started out at 12, and then it ended up being, um, I think we had, we probably ended with about six or seven directors. And we were, um, to save money, we each would work on each other's projects. Hmm. So I basically worked on uh, four people's projects. Okay. Oh, a short film. Mm. Yeah. Um, and when we finished shooting their project, two of those directors, because it was like we were supposed to make one project, one big feature film. But what happened was they were submitting their own short films to festivals. Hmm. Okay. So it was like, well, yeah. So I was like, well, wait, you know, we're, we're supposed to be working together. And they were like, well, it's taking too long. <laughs> I, I'm just going to submit my old film. So, yeah, so it was like, they got free, free help on their film. Wow. And they just, yeah, it was like everybody, like, I mean, it was cra- it was like a crab in the bucket. Crab cakes. Crab cakes. cakes. <laughs> bro, <laughs> it's crab cakes, bro. <laughs> that's, that's what we call back, my friend. That's what we call back. But yeah, it, it's crazy. Like, there's no, like, like it's hard to find people who are, like, loyal. You know, yeah, yeah. And work as a unit. Like, everybody's out for themselves. Mm. So it took that major film, and now it's a bunch of... So is it now considered more of, like, uh, short segments or short short films now? Or what what, what happened with it when they decided to pull the part of the piece of the, of the, uh, the movie there? Well, no. So once... once uh, cause two, okay, so like I said, we got... We went from 12 to 6, and then two of those directors, two of those six directors submitted their own short film to different festivals. Okay. Um, and so it was just the four of us, and I was just like, you know what? Just pull the plug, you know. Mm. I got to try this again with some, you know, more... Like-minded folks or serious, yeah. Direct, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. See, I have a, I had a similar thought in mind doing something like that in Indy, but it's going to be like uh, Indy, yeah, you know, something like that, you know. But <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Come to <laughs> Um, now, uh, you were involved with uh, uh, K-Town, too, right? Yeah, I wrote K-Town. Wow, that was all you. Okay. See, yeah. I, 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 did, I didn't know too much about that one, but t- can you give me a little background on that that one, that particular one? Yeah, so uh, I had watched, uh, I think it was uh, Kevin Hart was on
Techniques that uh, he's making to do what he got to do with what he got, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Man. Yeah, I have so many friends who, you know, like I have a friend. She's a writer, and she's been a writer for years, and mm-hmm. she has never tried to get anything produced. She just is constantly writing sketches and just putting them in a box. And I'm like, I'm like telling her, like, yo, you need to be putting this work out there, you know, like this stuff. I mean, it's not doing anyone any good just sitting here in a box. So yeah. I have a lot of people who are just afraid to just take that leap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It, it, it is happening. Yeah, a lot of talkers, a lot of, oh, yeah, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And it's like, yo, just do it. So what what would you what 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 does a person do? I mean, if they got this content and and everything, what what do you do? How do you how does a normal person like uh, Trouble J what what would she do with her content? Like? Well, you said first you said normal, so <laughs> Trouble J, I got you. We, we got you. We got you. Not okay. normal. Not I, I mean. <laughs> how, how do you do it, Steve? How do you get it from point A to point Z in somebody's hand or? Would you suggest? Sure. Well, okay. So right now, I think it's a great time to be a content creator because there's so many outlets um, to, you know, to get your your work out there. So I would say first, like if you have a like, okay, so if you have a script, then what you need to do is you need to go on like like a Craigslist um, and try to find like a crew that will work for free or for cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you can find like some um, some students. Oh yeah, okay. So that's yeah. If you go to like the the community colleges or like the universities, you go to like their film departments. You look for film students, and you can find some people who are like just starting out. Maybe they don't have a lot of credits, but you know they they're hungry for work and they're hungry for. Uh, material that they can show off their skills. Mm-hmm. So I, I and I told her this. I was like, "Yo, you should just go to like a college and look for for crew members," you know. But she she won't do that. And oh. so I I can only like <laughs> advise so much. Like I can't spend time like constantly. Hey, you should do you should do that. Blah, blah, blah. It's like hey, I already told you what to do, mm-hmm. and you can you know make your decisions from there. But yeah. I got to keep it moving. Right. Right. Yeah, change is hard for a lot of people, so I, I can understand her hesitancy there. Because, but you know, I'm glad you're supporting her. You, were, you had mentioned earlier that you had like Seinfeld. He's one of my favorites. Uh, what, what about him? What about his style? That did did you like? Or do you appreciate about Seinfeld? So the thing I like about Seinfeld is a lot of his comedy, and which which actually inspired me, is he takes stuff from everyday life mm-hmm. yeah. and he makes it makes it into. Uh, you know, a joke or an episode of his of his show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like that. Like I have, I have all of the um, Seinfeld DVDs except for season nine, which I'm probably gonna order at some point. I'm just 
Yes, mm-hmm. yep, mm-hmm. yep. He's brilliant, man. I mean, him and this. Well, I mean, the amount of money those two have made together is is, is crazy. But uh, obviously, they're they're doing it. So, you know. But that being said, though, here, let, let me ask you a quick question. Speaking of, you know, the that success that Larry that that Jerry Seinfeld had on the show, and Julia, and you know, everyone who was on that show. Have you ever noticed that? Individually, they haven't had that same collective success as as, the, as that one big show did together. What what do you think typically drives that? I mean, it's kind of like uh, like Jason Alexander. I think he's you know he's done some really good stuff, had some really good movies, you know, before and after the fact, but it doesn't seem like it's reached that same threshold as as George Costanza off of Seinfeld mm-hmm. or even you right. know or Kramer. You know, he he had a spinoff once as well. Or you take any show. It kind of seems like, you know, ever if there was an opportunity for those main characters to kind of do a spinoff and do their own life away from that show, it doesn't seem to work out as well. What, what do you think typically drives that? Is it, is it the writing? Is it the character not being as strong by themselves? What, what do you thought? What's your thought on that? Chemistry is, is, is good there too. That's basically what it is. Let me ask you this: Which, which show is better, Friends or Living Single? Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, that's easy. Oh, I know. I know. This it's Living Friends. Oh, brother. See, there's that no. Oh, person. Against my kids loved it, but I don't know. I just something about living single that just resonated with me. You know, I just I just like that show, oh, man. Yeah, Great sure. show. Um, yeah, I tried to watch a couple episodes of Friends. It just wasn't for me. For right? Me. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't have nothing against them. It's just I just don't get it. I just don't get it. But you know, so uh, what what, what, are, what yeah, other I, comedy I, shows I, do you watch? Do you like? I know you like Blackish. Oh, my God. <laughs> I tried to watch it. I was like, I don't know what's going on here. I'm just, I have friends who are dying laughing. I'm like, what? Right, yeah. Like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I don't really watch a lot of, um, obviously, I like Blackish. I like uh, Family Guy. Family Guy is another one that I like. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but most of the stuff that I watch would be, Um, it's actually more drama. I watch a lot of drama. Mm, Okay. I watch like, um, like I I used to like Gotham. Um, I like 
What, what about oh, yeah. a, I'm, I'm actually catching up now. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Atlanta? I have only seen a couple of uh, episodes. Mm-hmm. I like I like Atlanta. The thing is, okay, so right now I don't have cable anymore. Oh, you gave up on that? Are you just yeah. too busy? Yeah. So what happened was uh, when I was at LA City College, one of my teachers. He, had, he gave us an assignment where he told us to, uh, for one week, to just document what we did every hour of every day Ooh, for one week. That's scary. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's very eye-opening. <laughs> and I probably should do it again because I feel like uh, I, I waste a lot of time. And at that, when I did that assignment, I realized I am watching, you know, cable. I'm watching, you know, uh movies, TV shows, like, I'm just like, so much time is getting wasted, like, like, if, when I added it all up together, it was about eight to ten hours a day. Wow, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so that's, yeah, so I realized, so, I'm like, I was like, so that's why stuff isn't getting done, because I'm, you know, watching TV a couple hours here in the morning, a couple hours in the afternoon, a couple hours in the evening, yeah, that adds up. Yeah, yep, you're right. So I had to, I had to cut that distraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and internet. You're um, right. I, mean, I, I watch internet on my phone, so I, I have Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So I watch stuff on there, but okay. uh, yeah, I, <laughs> that stuff is what. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Definitely that. Oh, okay. Um, well, looks like our time is just about up here. So, the last question I want to ask you before I move on is uh, what, what's something that you would want to somebody to ask you? What would you ask you if you were us? Huh. Wow. Okay. Uh, hey, you put me on the spot. Yeah, what would I ask myself? <laughs> well, we, well, we could, we could uh, table that one and come back. It's just something to think about. I, I, I can hit you with this. Yeah. Are there any any books that, uh, that you like reading? Any good books out there that kind of moved you? Uh, actually, it's fun. Okay, so I just grabbed this book uh, a few days ago called uh, Principles. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, Principles. It's by uh, an author named Ray Dalio, D-A-L-I-O. Ray Dalio. And okay. I guess it's uh, basically it's a book about uh, principles of life and uh, and work and stuff. Is it a t- t- uh, like a 10X? 10X rules? Or, no. Maybe no, no, Principles. Okay, okay. Sounds familiar. Um, it's not a book about high school educators. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. P R I N C I P L. Ooh, spelling bee champ right there. Ding, 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 ding. All right. You were good at Scrabble too, weren't you? <laughs> 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 you guys did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah all those big times that you said I was bougie. <laughs> 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 bad spelling and bougie. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember that, but okay. All right. Well, uh, one thing we do when we end the show is we get let everybody give a word of advice, and we go around robbing. So let, let's just start off our word of advice. I'll start mine. Uh, one of my favorite uh, authors, Zig Ziglar, said, anything worth doing is worth doing wrong until you can do it right. Hmm. hmm. What you got, Trey? Well, here, here's something I was thinking about. Kind of, I'm going to take a little spin off of, of, of our, our, our guests here. 
Mr. Steve, you know, you got to protect your brand. I like that. And avoid the counterfeiters. Not saying that people are going to borrow your stuff without, you know, you know, protect yourself. Yeah. <laughs> In all areas of life, protect yourself. How about that? Is that what you're trying to say? Protect yourself. I got. I'm, let me write that down. Protect <laughs> yourself. Yourself. Trouble J. Before you wreck yourself, cause stealing Steve stuff is bad for you. Hey, can I use that? <laughs> Go ahead, J Trouble J. What you got for us? So writing that down, can you repeat that one more time? No, we don't have time. But, but Steve, get, get, tell us your information where people can find you at on uh, your social media. Oh, wait, I don't get to sell any of my Oh, go ahead, go ahead. We, we only got a minute left, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was just going to say, like, never, tell, never, never let anyone tell you you can't do anything. There's yes. a lot of people who yes. are like, oh, you can't do that. You can't, you know, you'll never make it. Like, never listen to those people. Just, just because they can't. Do it doesn't mean you can't do it. All right. And give us your social media address again. Yes, uh, my social media is Wait What Comedy. And, and the backup? And, uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. And, and, yeah, on Instagram is Wait What Comedy. On Facebook, it's just Steve Royal. I also have Wait What Comedy on Facebook as well. Okay. Nice. And you got a backup account for us, too? Uh, well, yeah, I started... Um, up here again we thank you for calling in and we thank you guys for listening to what's up award thank you again steve for your time brother oh thanks for having me it's been fun all right all right thank y'all all right take it easy man